0: guys, I'm Ashley. And I'm Rachel. We're just two friends with trauma that can't afford therapy.
1: Join us as we explore the weird, heavy, taboo, and lighthearted, and everything in between. We are Currently, Currently Anxious. Before we dive in, Currently Anxious is for adults only, and our episodes may contain material that is hard for some listeners. Please review the episode description for more details. Hi! Oh, hello there. It's your birthday
0: episode. Oh my God. So I got a little drunk yesterday and I guess I just kept telling everyone like, it's my birthday week. But that's good. <laughs>
1: that's how life works. Except that it doesn't make any sense because I,
0: I also hate having attention for my birthday. But
1: when you're drunk, you're right. I think that like, cause I haven't been drunk I think one I, year, I think for my birthday. I think I
0: also just used it as a way to make people take shots.
1: Oh, for sure! No, absolutely. I totally. (laughs) I was like, "No, everybody, we have to do
0: shots. It's my birthday week." Absolutely. Yeah, it was the bar that I work at, and so my coworkers that were bartending were just like, "Rachel." It's not your birthday week, and I was like, "Yes, it is. My birthday is on Friday. It is Sunday. It is within the week of my birthday." Yes,
1: I agree. Also, I, w- I hate the fact that everyone says the week starts on Sunday. That makes me really uncomfortable. No, it starts
0: on Monday, right? But I'm just saying it was the w- it, my birthday was within a week, so that's why it was my birthday week.
1: Okay, well, I think you're but the I only probably, person who's ever agreed with me. I probably should.
0: Way. I probably shouldn't. I just want people to do shots of tequila. That's with fine. Me. So my birthday week starts today. I guess. Okay. I'm having a small existential crisis about it. That's okay. Yeah.
1: I tried to make you feel better with a little cake and some flowers. I walked in and Ashley (laughs) had a little
0: cake with candles on it and she forced me to make a wish and I couldn't even prepare. I had no wishes prepared. I I just
1: opened the door and I was like, here's a cake in your face.
0: (laughs) But it was beautiful and amazing and so thoughtful. Love of my life over here. Yeah. Well, so how are you doing? Um, How's your mental health going this week?
1: Not good. (laughs) Okay. So it was fine. And then yesterday, I think I realized. So tomorrow, my dad and I sat down and talked last week. And me and him have kind of realized we're at a place where we can have differences and still attempt to have a relationship with each other. Okay. So that's going better than I ever thought it really could. But he said, he was like, do you want to go see your grandma and your aunt? And I was like,
0: the the aunt that disowned you? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you say no, thank you, Um,
1: Ashley, (laughs) Ashley. I feel like I need a conversation, right? I need at least this is my thing. I understand. And if we're not on the same page, which we're not going to be, but like if we're not on similar pages as me and my dad are right now, then I'm not going to continue to have them in my life. But he brought up that they have been bringing me up recently. And so they, they were like talking about buying me a car. What? And I was like, they don't talk to me. So why would they buy me a car? I don't understand. And my dad, of course, which thank God for him. I'm actually shocked that he said this. He was like, she's doing really well and just got herself a gr- like a really great car. So she doesn't need it. And I'm like, you guys what? are talking about buying me a car. So I think that's kind of why I had a panic attack yesterday. And I've been panicking all morning kind of, but I, I took a bath and I was like, all right, just chill out. You'll mm-hmm. be okay. But I think I'm in panic mode because I don't know how that's going to go. Right. Okay. And it I don't know. I I'm just like hoping it goes well, but at the same time, I don't foresee it being a great conversation. Me and my grandma can get along. That's fine. My aunt I don't know. But okay. also Fun fact, my aunt has a dead boyfriend. Oh,
0: oh my god. So
1: I'm kind of wondering Oh, if that if like changed things for bond. her a little bit, maybe yeah. also.
0: Or she was like, oh no. I get it. Yeah. Fuck. hmm We're everywhere, folks. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. That's wild. hmm So when are you doing that? Tomorrow. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Me and my mom are going to like an herbal store first, and I'm like, thank God, I need some like chill time at an herbal okay rub some crystals on your body like what
0: the fuck
1: (laughs) and you well i
0: think there's also just something in the air so venus went into scorpio and something changed dude (laughs) i so i work at i work at a green bay packer bar and yesterday was the first football sunday Mm -hmm. i couldn't sleep to save my life
1: you never Saturday night,
0: I was so anxious. Yeah. I was up all night tossing and turning and then I woke up at 5 a.m. and could not go back to sleep. I just Ew. laid in bed. And so then I offered to like pick up coffee for everyone because I was awake. Right. And so then I like picked up coffee and I got there. I'm not kidding you, Ashley. When I tell you that, it was an afternoon game. So it's not even it was like a doors open, 200 oh. people game. No.
1: That's what I'm used to is like... Yes,
0: those doors open, 200 people walk in. Those Sundays are terrible. This one was an afternoon game, so it trickled in. And my anxiety was still so bad. Why? It was so bad. I think also my manager's anxiety was through the roof. And so that just Mm like makes everyone a little bit on edge. Uh I low-key, you guys... (laughs) I went to Cafe half of Xanax myself because I did my heart rate. I did my heart rate on my Apple watch and it was 125 for no reason. I was just standing there. And so I was like, Oh, cause
1: your mind went, fuck. I'm yeah. Stuff olives. Are you doing a bloody Mary bar? Probably not. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You we are. are. Yeah. I had to stuff all the, olives on gets Friday. to touch all that stuff right now. I didn't really? touch it. Yeah. I don't feel good about it. Disgusting.
0: I stuffing olives. But you want to know what's worse is me having to make, cause I was in the well. So I had to, if I had to make fucking bloody Marys all day. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yuck. Ugh. So anyways, no, I went to Cafe Zanix and I jokingly was like, "Hello everybody. Would anyone else like one today?" <laughs> I don't know if they all thought it was as funny as I did, but Probably not. But no. they're not
1: they're not as mentally uh, They're mentally ill in a different way, I think. <laughs> so, I had a rough day. It was I was just tired and then I had a lot of
0: caffeine and work was stressful, but then I was like, "I'm going to stay and hang out and all yeah. of my coworkers stayed. We all hung out and it was a very fun time." Good. So today I'm doing a little bit better. That's good. I don't know. I just, we've talked about this. I'm having a little bit. I had a day last week about like my birthday coming up. And Mm so I'm, I. And it's closer now. It is very close. Yeah. It is in
1: four days. Right. It's in four days. It'll be past once this comes out.
0: but Yeah, when this comes out. But when we're recording, my birthday is in four days. And I turn 29, Mm -hmm. which is great. I don't think I'm old. I would never be like, I'm I'm so old. No, (gasps) like, and we've talked about that. Birthdays. Are incredibly important and they're not guaranteed to everybody. And so Mm -hmm. I don't have an issue getting older. However, I guess I do have an issue becoming older than Corey was because that happens this year. And I had a full blown meltdown about it a little while ago.
1: Which is allowed. I was
0: unwell. Yeah. So it just further made me excited about who I'm surrounding myself with for my birthday this week. So.
1: Yeah. We're going to go out of town.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Up north. Get out of the heat for a hot minute. I
1: need it. I'm telling you, when I step outside, I, like, want to cry every single time. Guys, it's still
0: 110 degrees here. I can't
1: do it. I'm over it. I'm done. I cannot thrive in this weather. I think I need to move to Flagstaff because I kind of think I want to stay here, but, like, I I cannot do this heat anymore. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it.
0: Well, I'm not going to move to Flagstaff, so if we want to live together...
1: Well, I didn't mean right now. Okay, I'm I just meant saying. when I get property and own a pony. Okay,
0: or something. okay, okay, okay. And I'm just checking. I'm just a fluffy
1: checking. cow. Just- what, you want the regular moose? No, we need <laughs> no. The, the floofy moose. I don't even know what a fluffy moose You've never seen a fluffy cow? Like what kind of like
0: I know the like shaggy cows.
1: Sure. That's probably. Is the that same the same?
0: Thing? They just have like long hair? Yeah. Oh, that's a shaggy cow to me. I wouldn't call that a, a fluffy cow. What
1: if I give it a Brazilian blowout? They floof, no? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Also, I'd like to point out I got a bed frame.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I hate myself for not praying. I'm so proud of you. We are elevated like three feet off the ground now. Yeah.
1: We're flying, baby. Yeah.
0: I'm so, so you know what? You are thriving in this Virgo season. You are really. It's really
1: freaking me out. And I think that's what's making me anxious because I'm like actually doing well and like putting myself in, like setting myself up for success. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's been like two years that you've just been drowning. So,
0: eh? (laughs) But does it not feel good to just like not be sleeping on a mattress on the ground?
1: Well, this is the thing. So I had a bed frame. I had a bed frame and then Dalton died. And I had a manic episode. Throw it out! Yes. I had a manic episode where I was like, my room cannot look anything like it does right now. So I threw all of it out. Oh. So it's not like I didn't have one. Okay. I did. Okay. I just like couldn't for a for minute. A minute. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I love it and I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I want to talk about Jesus? <laughs> what a transition. I
0: g- would love to talk about Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> my Amen. coworker,
0: my coworker uh has started doing this thing where <laughs> Every time I say something, to her, she goes Amen. Yeah, I like made fun of her the other day for it, and she was like, "Oh, it's only because this regular told me I needed to go to church more, so I do it ironically now." Jesus
1: Christ!
0: <laughs> so now, like, she'll, I'll say something and she goes Amen, and I go Hallelujah. Yeah, and it's just our thing now, and mm. it's beautiful. Yeah,
1: Put your hand in the air.
0: Um. So Jesus, yeah. oh. Jesus, Jesus loves me.
1: <laughs> this I, I
0: know. know. This might be an off. <laughs> This might be an off-the-rails episode. What's frustrating, though, is, like, if I say, like, Father Abraham, everyone's going to go straight back to the, like, Father
1: Abraham had many sons. No? Never heard of No one? Oh, okay. I think Abraham. I think Jewish
0: people. Okay. No? (laughs) Do you not? Well, sure. I just, like, there's so many songs ingrained into my brain from Mm. childhood and, like, VBS, Vacation Bible School, Camp, whatever bullshit, that, like... There's a whole TikTok account that I've, like, found that's dedicated to it, where it's, like, this really awkward guy, and he just, like, starts singing songs from church In an
1: ironic way? Yes. Okay. In, a, in okay. an
0: absolutely <laughs> ironic way. Yeah.
1: Got it. Understood. So,
0: I grew up incredibly religious. We've already touched on that mm-hmm. a little bit. You did not?
1: So, okay. So, I – it was, like, a – it was present in my life from my mother's side – Mm -hmm. Um, And her family is very religious. My mom didn't, like, push it on me or anything. But we did go to Lutheran church every once in a while when we moved down here. Uh And then my dad kicked me out either for, like, the first or second time. And I was like. I love that for you. Thank you. (laughs) And then I was like, well, Jesus would not do this to me if he was real. So, like, because my dad and I don't have a good relationship, me and Jesus
0: don't either. (laughs) We need to do a Daddy Issue episode, I think. Yeah. Season two, coming in hot with Daddy Issues. Oh, for sure. I'm into that. Okay. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because just like God, and that he's made to be a father figure, right? right? So like that makes some sense. But
1: everyone says that whole, God will never give you anything you can't handle. And I'm like, I couldn't handle my entire life, yet here we are.
0: Oh, my God. That was the most disgusting thing people said to me after Corey died, which is like, just like you know god knew that you were strong enough to handle it i was like That's so it's my horrifying. fault it's my fault that right. Corey died because i was strong enough to handle it people think about what the fuck you're saying before you say yeah. it agreed uh it's my least favorite thing <laughs> well i grew up incredibly religious i talked to my mom a couple of days ago because i was hoping and i didn't give her enough of a heads up about it but i was hoping to get some sort of input from her
1: oh i talked to my mom about the next episode nice
0: yeah because I called her and I was like, hey, I'm going to be talking about what it was like growing up yeah. this way. And I would like you to have, you know, a little bit of input on like how, mm-hmm. w- what religion was for you and why you chose to raise your family this way. Because you said she's opposite now,
1: right? Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. Yep. And, and so why you chose to raise your family this way and, and et cetera. And I think it's honestly, and this might come off, this is a hot take. This is a hot take. <laughs> and we might have some religious listeners and that's okay i think that it, if it is something that you need in your life and it's adding value then that's absolutely great.
1: i don't i don't i'm not gonna say your religions aren't valid to you you know what right. i mean like i believe that crystals heal me so like yeah you know what i mean to each their own at this point but on the other
0: flip side of that when my mom was talking about it it just like kept giving me this like oh so toxic religion is a generational trauma Mm. You're religious because your parents are religious because your parents they're like, right. and I'll just say like toxic religion is a generational trauma. Mm-hmm. I think there are incredibly beautiful, nice, wonderful religious people, okay, but so. The little tidbit I got from her, because I like asked her if she'd write something out or like send me a voice memo or something like yeah. that, and it was just not enough time for her to like put something together. To think about She's it. She's also a Virgo, so like
1: <laughs> that oh. makes sense. Her oh, birthday's Virgo the day birth before mine. Oh, my God.
0: Happy birthday, Mom. Her birthday, birthday's in Mom. two days. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, the only thing that we had in our brief conversation just a couple days ago was she was talking about how she remembers being a, a, a small child and knowing that she was worthy and knowing that she was loved and she was a whole person and she specifically remembers religion taking that mindset away from her oh well because you're not whole and you're not worthy you're a sinful person right who was born sinful right right and so she and i'm just like that's such a fucked up thought like that's just insane do you know what age she was like I, that? I think she was pr- she remembers being pretty small, so probably like I'm I'm just guessing, but like six to eight. Wow. Like when you when you are, you know, a full person and you yeah. you don't know about all the you know, you
1: just Especially you as just a child. Call, yeah. You no, know, children are so they're just them. Yeah. And that's what I miss wholeheartedly, about. Wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. Wholeheartedly. And that's what I miss about like being a kid is like that feeling of Yeah. I'm just who I am and it doesn't matter, nobody cares. You yeah. know? So
0: So she – that was the little brief bit we had where she was saying that she remembers feeling whole and complete and worthy and Mm -hmm. then religion made her not feel that way. Mm -hmm. And so that just got me thinking about my own, like, religious upbringing and how much, like, of my own guilt and shame in mental health has to do kind of with –
1: Religion itself.
0: Yeah, the religious base because that's Mm -hmm. what it is. You, You are nothing without God. You are nothing without Jesus. You are nothing without your faith. You are sinful. Like that's I don't know. It's just And I just a, I don't
1: think everyone teaches it that way. I'm not sure. No, not and not this positive, is
0: positive, but like I you're right. I will clarify that this is my take
1: right. on having
0: grown up in an evangelical Christian home, going to an evangelical Christian church
1: is that all same? of my life. What's Protestant? So
0: there's so many different religions. Literally. that are all
1: just so 200 so, million in the US apparently yeah. i read. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Christians are there's evangelical protestants, there's mm-hmm. lutherans, there's catholics, there's all of these that are just their their theologies are just slightly different, mm-hmm. but they're all under the scope of Christian, right. i guess. So we both looked up some some statistics i'm sure. Yeah. I didn't look up how many different like sectors sectors that's not the right <laughs> that's, just, that's the word for uh, different sectors of religion. No. Sections? No. Sex. Thank you. What?
1: That doesn't sound right to me.
0: I trust Megan.
1: Well, yeah, I get that. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: Yeah. We were all close. Anyways, so I saw that Pew Research Center Mm -hmm. did a study that between two thousand and seven and twenty eighteen, people that identified as quote Christians declined from seventy seven percent to sixty five percent. Does yeah. While religious nuns, people that are just like, no, I don't have a religion, grew from seventeen percent to twenty six percent. So those are like very steady declines.
1: Yeah, and growth. Two thousand nineteen. This one said sixty five percent of total adult population yeah. is Christian. So
0: there was this other study done by the Religious Landscape Study, and this one I'm just I'm they only surveyed 35,000 Americans, Mm -hmm. which sounds like a huge study, right? Right. 35,000 people. The U.S. population is 328.2 million. So I did the math. This study of 35,000 people is only (laughs) 0.01% of Americans. (laughs) Because I was so shocked with this. What they found was that 70% of Americans identify as Christians. And I was like,
1: a lot of these things no felt very, way.
0: yeah, very, but, and so that's weird. that's why I ha- I did some digging to figure out how many people they actually st- like surveyed, right, and what percentage of the population that is. This it was zero point zero one percent.
1: Well, and I think a lot that's of that's such it, a small, yeah, a
0: small focus group. A lot of it is like, do you know where it was at? Two. It was all. It was across all fifty states. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I did look at that as well.
1: Because I didn't realize. Okay, this is my thing. Do we did the census last year, right? Yes. Was every there 10 a years. religion part of that? Yes. Oh, there is. Yes. Okay, because it said U.S. religion census, and I was like, I don't remember filling out if I was religious or not on that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I just thought that that was fascinating. I was like, what a garbage study that's going to say like, oh look, seventy percent of people identify as Christian, and so. Twenty five percent of the seventy was evangelical Protestant,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then twenty percent was Catholic. Yeah. So those are the top two, and then twenty three percent of this study were no affiliations with religion at all. And I was like, "Those seventy percent is this, that cannot be accurate." And that's when I yeah. looked, and I was like, "Oh, so your actual your study group was a teeny tiny percentage." Well, of and people. that's why
1: I was asking if it was like on every like between every state because if d- different places, yes, if ah, words are hard. If I had to choose what religion was the biggest here in Arizona, I would say Mormon. Right. Because like the churches and I are didn't meet a
0: everywhere. S- I haven't here. met a single goddamn Mormon until I moved out here.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I didn't know a single Wisconsin, Mormon. Wisconsin, though,
1: was on the list of like in the lowest yeah. rated of being religious. Like Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was like number six. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Washington, where I'm from, is number seven.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. What was the highest? Somewhere in the South, right? The
1: least the highest, Alabama.
0: Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Somewhere in the South. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: All of them were in the South. Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Louisiana, Arkansas, in that order.
0: Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I love that you and I like find statistics that just really work together. (laughs) Like they're flattering (laughs) to each other. Yeah. Um, Another one that I, because I was just curious how many churches there were in the U.S., and so the National oh, wow. Congregational Study Survey estimates 380,000 churches in the and United States. And that's every States. type of church, yeah. yeah? Yeah.
1: And then there's underground, like, culty church right. things, too. Right. Which are, like, in a basement that are not yeah. <laughs> a yeah. part of that study. And then this that's is my wild. last
0: statistic, which I thought was really interesting, because there was a Gallup research um, study mm-hmm. that they found that 40% of Americans say they go to church every week. Yeah. However, some sociologists were like, people, it's the same as like when you go to the doctor and they're like, how many alcoholic drinks do you have a week? And you're like, oh, like two. Yeah. Like if somebody asks you, oh, how often do you go to church? I go every week. Yeah. Do you? (laughs) Do you? So then there were researchers, uh, Hadaway and Marler, they found that people like exaggerated in that survey and that only when they actually studied watching people, like actually saw how many people went, only about 20% of Americans actually attended weekly.
1: Wow. Yeah. I I had something close, like along those lines. In 2014, there was a poll that showed that people who attend weekly are more likely to vote Republican. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's just interesting.
1: (laughs) So I've done
0: a lot of reflecting, obviously, on my own Upbringing, mm-hmm. so we've hinted a few times. I grew up incredibly religious, yeah, um, evangelical Christian. Up until when? Like when was the? Up until I left for college. Okay. Even my first semester of college, I I remember still being concerned about being in a secular college because I was like, oh my god, everyone's gonna be like drinking and doing all these things, and like I I don't want to I don't want to be. I don't, oh, what's the word? I can't even think of, like, the phrase I'm trying to find. I don't want to be tempted. Like, I, I want the temptations to be away. I can't imagine you
1: as that type of person. Yeah. I know. It's wild, isn't it? I just, like, it's just so the opposite of who I think of you as. Yeah. And that's only a few years ago. You know what I mean? Like.
0: Um, I'd say about 11. But that's a few.
1: <laughs> <laughs> say
0: about 10 or 11 years. But, yeah, I grew up going to church actually going to church every single week i was homeschooled when you got
1: into college did you continue doing that i didn't know because i
0: moved towns and it's like an incredibly hard thing to find a new a new church and so i just didn't go and so i think part of my realizing i've hinted this earlier was just the people i was around i was an art major and it was a, a a large amount of society's oddballs, right? Mm. Art majors are just, they're a different breed. And um, I was around, I had a lot of friends that were gay and I just became really close with people that I grew up being instilled in me are sinners and bad and evil, right? Mm -hmm. So I think between that and not being in a church setting two times a week, because I went Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, For youth group, not being constantly indoctrinated with it, both of those things, I was like, what? Wait. Wait, what? I actually am going to think about some of these things and form my own conclusions.
1: Which is good, because there was another study that said evangelical Christians are the least supportive of gay marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: And it's so fucked up because it's the whole saying like, oh, we hate the sin, not the sinner. Like, no, you.
1: That's. But there's, it's like so, there's ugh. so many different views on that, depending on A, your religion, B, how you are raised. Like, it, right. there's just such a wide variety of how people view that. Right. And it's just.
0: Yeah. And my whole thing <laughs> is like, why do we care? I don't know. Why would you care? It has nothing to do with you.
1: Unless they, I don't know, maybe they think about that kind of thing. And they're like, if I think about it, it's going to turn me gay. And we then I'm going to be we all are a little the, bit. Honestly. I, I feel everyone's pretty genuine. Like I was really. talking about this with
0: somebody. I was talking with Tara about it, actually, a couple mm-hmm. nights ago, about how, like, it's such a... We're all a little bit just whatever. And, and if you can't accept that you are attracted and love just a human person, mm-hmm. and it has to be this hard line of, right, like, oh, they don't have the right body parts. So, no, like, what? I don't know. It right. just, it's wild.
1: Love is love, baby. Yeah.
0: And so it was, it was really interesting growing up, and I was homeschooled mm-hmm. for religious reasons. My science curriculum was a creationism based science no. curriculum, you guys? <laughs> so when I really stop and think where like what my upbringing was and where I, absolutely incredible I am how the way that I am at this point,
1: It's like a whole I just can't even imagine no I cannot imagine you as that other kind um, of person. I don't know if you'll Megan
0: probably I don't know if you will do you guys know who Ken Ham is?
1: That sounds familiar, but I don't know.
0: Why. He debated Bill Nye, the science guy, a few years ago. He has the Creationism Museum in like oh. one of the Bible Belt states. He looks a little bit like Abraham Lincoln.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, but he's like a huge advocate and like a, a very prominent person in like the homeschooling creationism. I don't know. He's just very popular there. I think Megan's pulling up a picture. Oh, wow. So
1: he does kind of look like Abraham Lincoln. Doesn't he though? A little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he is.
1: How are you going to go against Bill Nye?
0: No, like, it was a. Fa- I, if you guys have like an hour or so to watch it. watch the debate, it's fascinating.
1: Does Does he give good points? Like no. It, it, oh no okay. his
0: his point that he makes every <laughs> single time Bill Nye brings something up is, well, I have a book and it's written in the book. I have a book and it tells me this. And Bill Nye is like, that's you not wrote real. The book. No, the book is the Bible, but like oh, that can't be. That can't. Oh. There's no. Anyways, it's it's fascinating. Both sides. Go go watch it at some point if you have time in the next week or so. But I've met him. How was that? I don't know, I was like a child, but we this had we went very, to all these homeschooling conventions. This
1: feels very There's homeschooling um,
0: conventions, you guys. I don't
1: feel good about that. This feels very Scientology to me. Like Cause it kind it kinda is. It's kind of like, crazy. Yeah. I watched so many okay, so there was this one time that I was like strung out on Adderall and I stayed up for 36 hours watching only Scientology documentaries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll put you in a weird
1: place. It's a really bad time in my life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a few months ago or a year or so ago, I was curious about I was like, I wonder if I could figure out what my Science curric, science quote unquote curriculum right. was, and I found it. It's still being used. And then, so Wife Swap is on Hulu now. Yeah, and I've been like watching that at night. And Megan, gonna try and find it for me? <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> and I was watching an episode about this religious family, and they had the same. They had the same textbooks. I was like, oh my
1: god, You literally learned from. I see. I didn't know how homeschooling worked.
0: It's different. My mom. It was not like my mom stood in front of a like Roman taught to us all day, mm-hmm. it was like we just had a bunch of books and we just like did
1: it ourselves. Interesting. That kind of feels like how summer school was for me. Oh, okay. But I took, because I took um, econ and government over summer school so I could have half days my senior year. Gotcha. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. so great. So I got out at like, I don't know, noon. That's fun- That's
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was one weird thing but i was homeschooled for religious reasons my mom didn't like want us to learn about evolution which is fair if you're
1: thinking it that way yeah i mean honestly was sex education really anything crazy anyway no they should have taught us so much more i remember when i was in like fifth or sixth grade we watched a video on like a baby being born and they like separated the males and the females and we all watched it together it was like a whole thing But like we saw it happening, I was like, "Why would you do that to me as a sixth grader?" Like, oh my god, very terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. So like, be happy you were (laughs) homeschooled. Okay, maybe not. But But I'm just like, (laughs) should I? I I
0: I have there were really good things that came out of it. I think it made me a better college student because I was already just used to having to be self motivated. Mm -hmm. So that helped, I think. But it was really weird. I did, like, youth group on Wednesdays, and that was wild. I went on missions trips and, like, just tried to indoctrinate people in Mexico about Jesus, which, like, feels fucked up now. And then I had, like, two youth conferences a year that Mm -hmm. I went
1: to, like – It was full-blown. So I've tried. Like, I went to youth group on Wednesdays with, like, my emo friends in junior high. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, I don't know what we were trying to do. Yeah. Because none of us were really, like, paying attention to anything. It was, like, more of, like, a thing where we could get
0: together. 1,000% that's all it is. Right?
1: You're all just there hanging out. Yeah. With your friends.
0: And then for, like, an hour you have to sit there and, like, listen to the youth pastor. Right. But it was, we would get there early and we would just hang out and then we'd stay as late as we could before our parents came and picked
1: us up. Mm -hmm. And it was just a big group hang. I remember because I was still like on the fence of like what's okay and what's not okay because we're on like a church premises. And I got my first girlfriend when we were like at that youth place or whatever. She asked me on the phone and then the next like week or whatever, she was like, well, kiss me. And I'm like, (gasps) I can't kiss you here. Because we're in a church. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? But it's like that weird feeling. You're yeah. like, I know that these people would be pissed. Okay, except that,
0: to be honest, some of my religious friends were, like, some of the absolute dirtiest people I've ever met in my whole life.
1: That feels right.
0: One of my good friends in high school literally paid me and another friend to, like, make out in front of him. <laughs> she was, a my friend was a, a girl.
1: Well, Yeah. Yeah. That happened. That's interesting. Yeah. But it's like because they're so suppressed, you know? Yep. And they can't think about any of those things. I yeah. don't know. That's it's insane, so isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very.
0: When I stop, I don't I, it was just really bizarre for me this week, like really t- trying to like think back to some of it because it was truly it's like a different person. Mm-hmm. It really feels like I was a different person at that time. Yeah. <laughs> So Megan's computer is having a rough time today, so she yeah. is not on audio with us. So she just pulled up a notes app and, <laughs> and typed in the biggest letters I've ever seen in my life. How much did you get paid?
1: I How believe. Much did you get paid?
0: I mean, it was like 15 years ago at this point. I'm $2. pretty sure. No.
1: It better have been more. Oh,
0: no. He's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got paid.
0: I think we both got paid like 40 or 50 bucks.
1: Good job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we were in high school, like, that's a lot of money when you don't have bills. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Each, yes, we each got paid 40 or 50 bucks.
1: Wild.
0: But I think there was more. I think we made out with him, and then I think we made out with each other.
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) So I think it was all of that (laughs) together. Yeah.
1: What a wild time, like, Uh junior high to senior year is. Yeah. So weird.
0: Yeah. So, and, and I went to a church that was very, it wasn't like a Catholic or Lutheran church where it's like mm-hmm. you're very quiet, and, like you sing a hymn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was like a raise your hands and like say hallelujah and stuff oh. during the service. I yeah. think,
1: what religion do I think of? Went Baptist? Yeah. when I think Yeah, we that. weren't
0: quite there. We weren't quite there because we were still like Midwestern white people. But <laughs> But yeah, it was like a raise your hand. It was a we would occasionally have someone come that would like pray over you and then like like, people would faint because of like the power of the Holy Spirit. When I like, honestly I read, I'll just be real. It was a meme, but it was the realest thing that I've ever read in my life. That was basically like, do you remember in like growing up in church when someone would come and pray over you and like, you would just like be so overwhelmed with the the Holy Spirit that you would just like faint. Like that's just anxiety. (laughs) It's true. Megan just typed out, reminds me of the documentary Jesus Camp. Watch this fucking documentary, okay, because that is 100% that. what it was like for, in, in my church.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, it took it takes place in Devil's Lake, North Dakota, I believe. Yeah, which is not far. It's not far from where Fargo is, which is where I lived. I so. just watched
1: a documentary about, like, conversion camps and stuff, too. Oh. It's
0: on Netflix. That's fucking disgusting. It just
1: makes me feel so... Un- and, like, a lot of the people in this documentary were like, we're so sorry that we were like that back then. Like we don't know why we were like that. Like I just was the, like when I went to Lutheran church with my mom, it was very, like you said, just were pretty quiet singing hymns out of a book, you know, that kind of thing. And then I did when my junior year, my um, choir teacher left our school. And so I followed her to her church and started singing in her church choir, which wasn't any religious thing at all for me. I just really liked (sighs) church music for whatever reason? I don't know. I don't know. But I like choir okay. music. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand. Sure. Does it not to you? I don't know. I'm All not right. a music person. So well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you. I'm
0: proud of you. Thank you. That sounds great. So there was a conference every year in January called Districts mm-hmm. that would take place in Green Bay. We would bus like a 100 kids over to stay at this hotel and like go to this conference in Green Bay. And that's like just a regular church service on, like, fucking ecstasy. You have services in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, like, all day long, all these crazy speakers. I don't... It's just... It feels like a fever dream, kind of, at this point, when I think about it. We loved it. It was fun. And we...
1: And that's the thing. In the moment, you're not thinking it's, like, bad, you know? For the most part, I don't think a lot of people are. They're like, this is fun. We're having a good time. It's like a retreat for you, you know? Except
0: it was also absolutely where... Because by the time you are in high school like you just put a 100 really suppressed yeah 15 so 16 year
1: old girls and boys happen. in
0: like hotels they we all had different rooms obviously we broomed with the girls or guys but like no purpling no <laughs> absolutely no purpling but there was purpling where Pretty there's sure. a, where there is a will there is a way people so if you're sending your kids to church camp or a conference or a missions trip hand stuff is still happening. Absolutely. I, I mean,
1: depending on who you are, that's for sure. I went to science camp, and uh, I made everybody call me Bob the entire time. So, like, depending on what kind of person you are. <laughs> Why did you do that? Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but there's this one mom who was like, she's still, like, anytime I see her, she's like, Bob! And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck me, dude. <laughs> Never live it down. Wild. I also, in sixth grade, made everyone call me homie G. Oh so,
0: my like, God. there's that. Yeah.
1: Um, I... Being a
0: kid is weird. (laughs) What did you get out of your, like, youth group experiences and stuff? Anything?
1: No. I I don't know. Every once in a while, I would go to try to find a church. Like, up until I was probably 19. Uh And I would just go by myself. Or... I remember I would go to church with my friend Lindsay, but she was Jewish. Okay. And I loved that. That was super fun. Um, I just I like Judaism. It's it's one of those things. I like Hanukkah a lot. Yeah. I think it's great. Like, I don't okay. know. Uh I love me a potato pancake. So uh, like sure. That's,
0: that's great. all you need to look for Laska's? when you're looking for a religion is what is their food like?
1: Honestly, <laughs> I don't know, but I loved I loved looking into different religions too. Yeah. I had friends who were Mormon, I had friends who were Jewish, I had friends who were Buddhist, yeah. like, I had so many different types of friends that, like, it was just all interesting to me, but none of it resonated. Okay. So, and and I, I've had a lot of times where I've gone to churches, like I was saying, by myself, and I just start crying. Okay. And I think that has a lot to do with just, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I feel a lot of emotion towards it, but I don't know why. Uh-huh. But I think once I found, like tarot and crystals yeah. and that kind of thing, that made sense to me. Okay. So I don't know if I was crying in those situations because I wanted some form of this, and it kind just of wasn't
0: thing. the right one, and yeah. you were frustrated or yeah. something.
1: Okay. Yeah. And a, but all the people who were there were like, it's because you're feeling
0: the power. Yeah, one hundred percent. Everyone's like. like no. <laughs> Megan just asked, uh, what did your mom say about you not being religious anymore? And I've hinted at this in earlier episodes. I think in witches, I talk about it. Mm -hmm. I think my scene, I don't know, our timelines aren't always the same. I I don't know the timeline exactly, but how I remember it is when I left for college, she was on her kind of own journey. And Mm so, We didn't talk about this specifically, but this is one thing that I was hoping to have gotten out of my mom and we've talked about previously, was the reason she stayed with my biological father for so long, who was an abusive,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: angry, horrible human being, Mm -hmm. was because of religion. Yeah,
1: because divorce is a sin. Right.
0: right? And there were so many toxic male pastors Mm -hmm. that would just say, you know, it's the whole you have to be submissive to your husband. The husband is the head of the home. It's God, your husband, and then you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be submissive and obedient and you can't, you know. And so that was something I really wanted to get like her own words on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't we didn't get the opportunity. But she's not religious at all anymore. She has a lot more religious trauma than I do, obviously, because she yeah. was stuck in A marriage and didn't have anyone to help her because she was surrounded with religious people that Mm -hmm. just said, be submissive to your husband because we did. So, yeah, Yeah, and And that's what
1: sucks is like, why can't we grow? Why can't each generation become better? And we learn a little bit more each time from each other. You know what I mean? We don't have to be stuck because you were stuck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One hundred, like just because you had it hard, shouldn't mean you want it to be hard for everybody else. Everybody's that doesn't gonna make, make any sense for the rest of their life. Like, yeah,
1: nobody gets it. And I understand not wanting things to like be handed to people. I get that, but like at this, like why can't things be less hard? I yeah. just don't understand that.
0: Yeah. So I know that that was a really difficult and traumatizing thing for her, and mm-hmm. she is she, you know, isn't really she isn't religious at all anymore. But I think she has a lot of. Anger and hurt Absolutely. to still work through. Yeah, we we had a little bit of a headbutting last week, and I forget sometimes that she and I are both like that. She's a Virgo too, mm-hmm. and so I think we we both just have we. I, I forget that she is similar to me. Whereas that like you just don't deal with it. You push it down. You don't deal with it until all of a sudden.
1: At all. You physically can't not deal with it anymore.
0: And so I think she has really tried to not deal with some of that trauma, religious trauma, for the last whole life. Mm -hmm. And so I I think there's a lot of hurt and anger and frustration, and that she's currently trying to work through, which I'm super proud of her for because I can't imagine. I only have to unpack, you know, my upbringing the first 16 years of my life which was out of my control, right? right? So it's a little bit easier, whereas, you know, she she's still to this day, and I don't have any resentment or anger towards her about how I was brought up, but she's still to this day. It just is like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, is, we were we, all doing we, the we best. Were all, yeah, you we were, were doing all, the best that you absolutely. could do That's what I was with in the, the information and the resources that you had at that time. Yep, You didn't have a support system that was there to help you get out of it. Like, there's no ill – like, I have no bad feelings about it at all, but right. I think, you know, we talked about this where – we both have this personality trait where it's, I will give grace and love and support to everyone else, but if I did any of those things, mm-hmm. trash, mm-hmm. I am garbage, I suck. Like, and so we we just talked about that li- this last week that I think both of us have a really strong trait of that, of giving grace and forgiveness to other people while just hating ourselves. Yeah. So.
1: I think that's a lot of us nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure unfortunately
0: unfortunately so it is it is just a weird thing to think about because it was my entire personality growing Mm -hmm. up was because of my religion and church and i only had friends from church i can only hang out with people that went to church Mm -hmm. like it was just a constant that was all that was all i knew until i moved away And I'm incredibly proud of my little sister and my older sister. They did not move away, and yet they both have done a lot of work on themselves to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be really curious to see what my sister does with my nieces.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: And how that all goes.
1: So Megan said, how do we define our religion now? I don't think... I would consider myself religious. Okay, so if anything, I would say agnostic, right? Cuz that's the one where you like, I don't know. Something's out there, but like we don't know. Yeah. Kind of thing, but I don't think it's like Jesus. I think it's like I'm I'm one of those people who's very much like we're stuck in a matrix and everything's <laughs> not real and just I, that's kind of where I'm leaning at this point. So I love crystals. I love a good tarot card. I love that kind of stuff. That's my religion to me. If I had to say it was a religion, you
0: know, I wouldn't consider it. that to me is spirituality. Yeah, I don't. So I would not say we're religious at all. But I don't think there's thing. a superhuman power.
1: Spiritual is any type of religious or is spiritual completely separate? I say it's a very separate thing. Okay, because that's that's what I would say. I don't say I'm religious. Then I'm spiritual. Yeah, that's where I would.
0: I don't believe that there is a superhuman being that controls everything.
1: <laughs> Maybe aliens. Maybe. <laughs> I
0: don't think they control everything.
1: I think we're maybe little pups, and they're like, let's see what they do. If not, pew, pew, pew. Maybe. You remember that movie, Mars Attacks? <gasps> <sighs> <laughs> that movie scared the shit out of me I as was a little just, kid.
0: I just watched it recently. I was Did high you? as fuck. I was high as fuck ooh, for that movie. I was terrified of having
1: my head on top of Chihuahua, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> Did
1: not feel good about that. Um, but I agree. I,
0: I am not religious at all. I've had moments where I'm like, ooh. Yeah, Am I wrong? That'll suck at some point. Because we had be a bad conversation. Vibes.
1: I think it was the bucket episode where I think Megan said, like, would you rather know what what right. lies in the future kind yeah. of thing? So we would know, like, maybe God is real. And we could know yeah. to, like, do
0: better now. Right. <laughs> but my whole thing is, like, it's not real. It's not real if I'm only believing it in case when I die. Right. No, I sure. don't want to go to hell. Absolutely. And that's what I think is so, like, that's every, like, a religious person's argument is, well, you don't want to go to hell. But if the only reason that you believe it is because you're afraid yeah. of an afterlife in this fiery damnation place, and that feel doesn't like, feel real either. I
1: feel like not a horrible place. I mean, all oh, my friends will be there. Baby, burn, so baby, burn. Hey. <laughs> Just no to know. <laughs> that
0: argument never made sense to me because right. my whole thing is, is like, well, if you're only believing it, because you don't want to go to hell. That doesn't feel... Right. That doesn't and feel good.
1: Like I said, if this is something you believe in, absolutely. Do your thing. I'm not telling you you shouldn't. Yeah. If, you know it makes, I mean? if it makes getting through your day-to-day life better... Right. Absolutely. And yeah,
0: yeah. I love that. So, like, my grandma... Because that's helpful my, mental
1: health. My grandma,
0: when she was already religious, but then when my grandpa died, it's gone. Extra? <sighs> oh, really? It's tough. It's really tough to have any kind of conversation with her because it's just all... Jesus. Yeah. But her whole thing is like, that's what got me through Grandpa Ralph dying. And I'm like, okay, Grandma, right. then that's great.
1: Yeah. And if it's something that helps you, like you said, with your day to day. and it But helps don't push it on health, me then. No, 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 no. I yeah.
0: didn't take a box of wine over here to you after Dalton died and said, hey, this helped me drink this box right. of wine. Like that's a, it's the same type of I don't know.
1: Right. Megan wrote, "Does not having a religion make you anxious?
0: I have moments. I have moments where I'm like,
1: because it is par- it's, it's still kind of part of you, like in I not- think deep down there's still the fear of like, well, yeah,
0: if it's right, if you're re- if it's real, I'm fucked up.
1: My thought is, I'm not anxious about it because my thought is, if it is real, I'm a great person. I'm nice to everybody around me. I'm like, why would God, if there is, if it's based on these rules, why would a God, a a God that I would believe in and think is genuinely real would accept me exactly how I am? Yeah. Like pansexual flag flying and all. And he would be like, yes, bitch, go. You know,
0: like. And I agree. And that was like the middle ground that my mom was at before she became like not religious at all was mm -hmm. she's like, I truly believe that, you know, if, if it is real, like when we die, we'll have a choice. Right. And there will be a a choice of what though. Just kind of like a, you'll get the knowing, you'll get the understanding and the knowledge that like God is real and this is real, and and do you want to believe in him or do you still want to not? And there will be sort of this option, and that was like her middle ground mm-hmm. as she was getting out of it. I remember briefly. So, I think it. I and like you pointed out, I think it only makes me anxious because it my, was my formative years. It yeah. was drilled into me. That if you don't go to church and you don't believe in God, you will go to hell. Yeah. So.
1: I don't know. If it's anything like Little Nikki's Hell, like I would totally sit there and watch Hitler get pineapples put up his butt all day. I I've
0: know. never watched that movie. Oh my
1: God, it's so funny. Yeah. What?
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> we need to watch
0: it. Is Is that M. Movie. Sandler? Yeah. Yeah, I've never it's watched very it. good. Okay, I'll put it on my list. It's
1: funny. Movie. Yeah.
0: You know how you kind of talk about how you feel sort of disassociated from life always? Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of feel when it comes to me talking about... Like my, it happened, but it didn't happen. Yeah, like okay. it, that was real, but it wasn't, and it's not who I am. But it was who I was. Like it's just yeah. this weird. It almost feels like I watch. I when I, my memories are me watching that as like a movie. Yeah, that it didn't actually happen to me, but it did. I <laughs> ask if I had a breakup with Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god. <laughs> um, Megan, did I have a breakup with Jesus? Does he still call? <laughs> Is he right? <laughs> Do I get toxic text messages from him in the middle of the night? Um, no. Mine was like a, a much more quiet ending. I just, just stopped. Like I just mo- I moved away. I went to college. I didn't go to church anymore. And I was like, oh, I'm s- still a decent human being. It's not this constant fear of you have to be good. Mm-hmm. You have to be good and you have to follow these rules. And then, of course, you know, I, I did some research and watched some documentaries and did my own reading and scientific s- about stuff. And I was like, creationism doesn't make any sense at all. So it wasn't even like this big moment that I can say, like, I there's a defining moment when I was like, oh, I don't believe this anymore. It just kind of gradually was like, oh, life continues.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it really just does. And yeah. that's why I think it's not the biggest of deals if you're not a part of it anymore. You know what I mean? Because life goes on. Yeah. Life continues no matter mm-hmm. what. We've had big things happen to us and life
0: goes Yeah. On. And that was like probably the last time that I really thought about the, a downside of not being religious was when Corey died. Yeah. And I remember saying that to my mom that I was like, shit, this would be easier. This would be easier if we had been religious because – You then have that mindset of they're just Jesus took them home and Mm -hmm. they're just there waiting for me. There is a really nice picture that you get when you have religion Mm -hmm. is you'll be reunited with all of your loved ones again. And I'm like, I think we all just die. (laughs) and Like, I
1: don't know if anything uh, happens. I don't know. I don't know if that I feel a little differently about it. I don't know what I'm thinking is the after. Yeah. But I don't think they're gone either. I agree. So this was the this was the
0: greatest thing anyone ever said to me after Corey died. Mm-hmm. It's it my it was the most perfect thing my my mother or anyone could have said to me was Rachel. We know scientifically that energy cannot be created or destroyed; it just becomes something else. Mm-hmm. And it was the most comforting sentiment that anyone said to me. So I was like, "You're right." Our energy, we, we our souls, our people, our bodies, us, we are energy. And when we die, it's not destroyed. It just becomes something else. Right. And whether that's, you know, food for the trees and the ground and stuff or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, but like that essence and that energy just turns into something else. And
1: I feel like I felt that so much when I saw Dalton's like physical body after he passed yeah. because I was like. Oh, that's not him in there. No, he's not in there anymore. No, like that's not him. No, it. You know, it, that's and it just, doesn't look like
0: them either. It's a weird mm, thing that mm-hmm. like one. The I, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like it's a whole. Yeah, it's a yeah. whole
1: thing. That's for sure. But yeah. I agree with that completely.
0: Yeah, but I do. I and that's when I, I. I was like, this would be a lot. I think there would be things about this that would be easier if we had been religious. Right. Because I would be able to have that. I'll see him again one day. Mm-hmm. He's just up there
1: in heaven waiting for me I still think I'm gonna see him again one day you know mm-hmm. what I I, I don't personally know. do but I think I also believe in reincarnation in a way sometimes mm. like a little bit but it's more of like a spiritual sense where like I feel like I'm getting closer to realizing what this is about and, and getting to the point where like my mind is gonna open and I'm gonna see things differently and, and I don't know I don't know how to explain this yes my third eye yes exactly exactly like my third eye is gonna open I'm gonna have some sort of like revelation revelation and and then I won't have to come back and do this trial again okay. you know what I mean that's kind of how I feel
0: did you read the book oh shit what is it's called it's by Glennon Doyle untamed untamed okay I've read it once I want to read it again mm-hmm. it's one of the greatest books that I've ever read what's it about it's just kind of an autobiography, like a, a memoir of hers. Mm-hmm. But she talks about this, her, her knowing and how we as women, like we have this knowing and we have this, this knowing of ourselves and like society and all these things get you to stop listening to your internal mm-hmm. knowing and your, your, yourself and your, your purpose and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible book. I've lent it out to people. I think I'm actually just waiting to get it back and I'll probably read it again but I highly recommend because she just, the way she words it in there is similar to what I think you're saying but hers is we're, we are born with this knowing mm-hmm. and this knowing is removed from us yes. through through societal I feel constructs. like we've had this
1: conversation once or twice. Yeah. But, and that's, the other day I turned my phone off and I said on Snapchat, I was like, hey guys, be back tomorrow, I'm turning my phone off because I needed to take myself away from all the noise yeah. and get back to probably that knowing yeah you know and just refocus my energy and myself and kind of realize like what's happening what yeah. are you doing what are they showing you on social media and right. all this stuff that's changing that right yeah so I completely agree yeah
0: it's it's a great book if you are an audiobook person I recommend listening that's to it or, or read it but it's it just like so resonated with me and that's I think kind of what my mom was getting at with she was born with this knowing of that she was whole and worthy and then mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have been religion like for me it was religion because that's how I grew up and that's what told me that I was secondary to men that I was second yes. you know that it, yes. it it puts you in a place where other people's might be uh toxic parents or whatever you know like we all have we all had something I think I guess I, sh- I I'm trying not to make these blanket yeah. statements yeah. about everybody right because everybody's it's frustrating. That. I think most of us are born with this innate understanding of who we are and what is good and what is right mm-hmm. and and this this power of ourselves yeah and it gets taken away from us from somehow maybe your innocence was stolen mm-hmm. when you were younger. Maybe it was religion, maybe it was an abusive father or parent, you know, whatever the fuck it was, so many of us have to relearn how how to get to what I think that we're all born with. which Are is we all
1: like women first? Isn't that how science works? Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's like a whole weird... Chemical bath that has to happen in the in the womb for See, that's uh, how
1: everybody has that knowing because we're all tech. Oh, isn't there an Ariana Grande song? God's a woman. Yeah, that's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's a fascinating thing for me to really. Because I don't stop and think about religion very often.
1: Yeah, I don't either.
0: And I probably, I have, I'm sure, so many other stories that will come up in our in other episodes about I my forget. experiences.
1: Like I'll listen back to our episodes and go, man, there are so many things I forgot because my anxiety is yeah. here that I'm like, man, you skipped right over that. Yeah,
0: 100. You know? That's why we'll have content forever because yeah, we absolutely. can just do like red flags. <laughs> take 2. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: No, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm just reliving this fever. Like I, yeah. I I can't describe to you how weird it is for me to stop and think back. But it also there's this part of me that feels really proud of how far I've come. Absolutely. Because yeah. when I tell people, I don't I don't share a- early in my relationships with anyone, friends or whatever, that I was homeschooled because that automatically Makes is a stereotype, yeah. right? And so I I choose when I share some of those things and the people that I do get to know well. And then I I finally am like, oh hey, I was homeschooled and I grew up this way, and this is these are the things that I did, and this is I went to church camps and stuff like this. People are like, what? And it really, I don't think I necessarily give myself enough credit sometimes. That it's truly remarkable mm-hmm. to 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 start there
1: mm-hmm.
0: and where, and where you are, yeah, oh, Megan, uh Megan, does it feel like you have lived two different lives a little bit yeah i it feels like myself from childhood through high school was a different person was a a completely different person almost to me.
1: I feel like I'm somewhere on the same path of i as I've always been, but I don't know. But also at the same time, I feel like there was a break between me as like a child and then me doing drugs and now. Uh Those feel like two separate lives of two different people. Okay. But I think that's also because I said like I feel like I'm dissociated. Yeah. A million (laughs) minutes of the day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I also have to think about that too. We haven't talked about like all of my – stuff with my bio dad. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason that I refer to him as my bio dad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't normally say that. But I think that's part of two why it feels like two separate lives mm-hmm. is because growing up religious is that's a whole thing. And then like having an incredibly abusive father who goes to prison. Like it just doesn't feel like me. It doesn't feel like my life. Yeah. It doesn't but then it is. It's so ingrained in me and it's why I am the way that I am. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's partly why I moved away mm-hmm. is because for me, physical distance meant distance dis- everything yes else. exactly. Yeah. And when I really start to think about like the friends that I had, I have, I have two friends still that I'm close with that I was I was friends with then. One is my best friend Kayla, who grew up Catholic, and then when she and I became friends, she just started coming to church with me. And she also is on her own journey, and she's not religious anymore either. And then my friend Allie, I've known since like sixth or seventh grade I've known her for a very very long time but she was incredibly not religious and then like somehow got brought into our friend group but like I I still to this day regret how she was treated because she was the friend that needed to be fixed, right? Mm. So she was brought into the group by another one of my religious friends and it was, oh, we have to fix her. So like bring not. her to church. Oh. And, and I am so unbelievably grateful that like we're still friends and that we've been able to come out on the other side because when we talk and she's kind of shares like some of the things that people would say to her throughout her coming to church about how you know, she broken she was and all this stuff. And and she has some mental health issues, like we all do. And 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 then to on top of that be told that you are broken is yeah. and that's another such a toxic thing about Christianity to me is you it's so ingrained and instilled in you that like you are broken mm-hmm. and you are dirty and you are sinful. And the only way that you can be better is with jesus right it's icky to me i
1: couldn't because like i know my thought process just doesn't match with that yeah like i'm i'm filthy compared to these people (laughs) you know what i mean and like they would not like anything i'm doing right now yeah (laughs) but like It doesn't change who you are as a person a person. And that's why I I said, if there's a God, he knows I'm cool and we're cool with each other. (laughs) Because, like, I'm a nice person. Through and through, that's it. No matter what I do, no matter what my job is, no matter what I think about constantly on repeat, like, I'm a good person.
0: Yeah. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I've been meaning to hit on it a couple of times and, like, we just keep going. But one of my absolute biggest frustrations with religion is anything good that you accomplish in your life you don't get to take full credit for so for example yeah for example if you were religious you getting sober was only by the grace of god and god helped you do it you don't get to take any of your own power for that no and it makes me so unbelievably full of rage yeah when i see because i still am like social media friends with a handful of of church people from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And any I just, I see these, these posts or things that, videos, and it's just this amazing thing that they accomplished, a, a specifically one that's getting sober, drugs, mm-hmm. alcohol, things like that. And it's, oh, I, I have to give all the credit to god i couldn't i wouldn't be here without and i'm like no you did that Mm -hmm. you did that and be proud of yourself for that because Mm -hmm. you worked hard yeah you were the one day in and day out that made that decision take credit for yourself like be proud of yourself it makes me so unbelievably upset
1: there'd be no way i'd give away that no and you shouldn't yeah exactly maybe i'd say like thank god for dalton you know what i mean because like he helped me through like But you still did it. No, for sure. It was all me, baby. There's
0: no other person, there's nothing else that is normalized giving all of the credit to for for something that you've done. And the
1: fact that people like just give away their money to like, they just give it away, put it in a basket and say, okay, go back. Yeah. I like money. Yeah. It's my money. (laughs) And
0: churches don't pay taxes. They don't? No, they don't pay any taxes. They're tax exempt. It's it's insane. If you actually look up, I didn't do any of this research, but I'm pretty sure that if churches were taxed, even at an incredibly low level, it would get rid of like the entire homeless population <gasps> and like f- like this hunger. Like it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Especially the right
1: now, guys, we're going to yeah. hit the fan because the the whole they're they're making people pay now. For not being able to pay their rent. So we're going to see a lot more homeless people.
0: So they don't pay taxes. However, we can all, we're all just going to start passing laws and things based on religious beliefs. But you're not going to pay taxes. You're talking about
1: Texas. I'm talking about just
0: all over. Uh, But also, yes, taxes. Because taxes.
1: Did you see that meme? (laughs) Which one? They only have one star on the flag because it's a review. It's their rating. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Oh, all right. What are we getting? What are we getting? $83.5 $83.5 billion would be added to the revenue Imagine of the United States per that? year. $83.5 billion. That makes me feel, yeah. Guys, that would be so many more stimulus checks we would have gotten last year. <laughs>
1: And they're still like thinking about, I don't really think they're actually. No, we're never
0: getting another penny someone. from the government. They keep
1: saying it and I'm like, nah.
0: No, mm. it's not going to happen. They don't
1: like us no. that much.
0: So it's it's just bananas. It's absolutely bananas to me, the whole thing. But that's that's one of my absolute largest pet peeves is when I see it. And one of, I think, the most toxic traits of religion is you have to give all of the credit away. hmm And that makes me irrationally angry. I get it. Because I'm like, no, be fucking proud of yourself. Absolutely. I'm not proud of myself, but I want you to be proud (laughs) of yourself. Such facts. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm sure there's a million other things.
1: And we'll think about them later. That we could go on. But
0: I just know that this wasn't necessarily a big topic for you, but I've brought up. Quite a bit of no, religious that's, drama. No, and some of
1: these episodes are gonna be based on what one person strongly needs to talk about, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. totally fine. Totally fine. Because so many people are gonna resonate with this, you know? No, I'm just mad. I'm sorry. It's okay. I have you did cake. <gasps> she did. <know. laughs> I have flowers and
0: cake. <laughs> Sweet baby angel.
1: There's a code. Read it oh when you get god.
0: home. Oh my god. It's gonna... not like crazy. Oh, am I gonna but... cry though? No, probably not. Oh,
1: okay. I'm not that
0: you know you are actually going to see me on my birthday though too, right?
1: Yeah, but this is my thing. I figured we'd do something for here, and then when we go out there, I'll just like buy you whatever, or, like say something that you want when we're out there. Oh, then I'll okay. Buy you something. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. That's what I figured. As long as nobody sings to me. Can I slow sing to you?
0: Happy birthday. <laughs> like fucking Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> um. Yes, but only if. That's how you come and, like, wake me up in the morning. I'm sleeping and in, you like, come an in. I like, an or what? I mean, whatever. Right. Do with it what you will. All
1: right. I did just get a new strap on. I'm oh, my though. God. Did you just say you just got <laughs> does not fit around my,
0: my chunky legs. Don't bring that on my birthday. I won't. <laughs> don't bring that to my birthday. I was birthday. so mad.
1: I got my strap on in the mail, put it on, swung the dick in a video for Rachel, and she didn't say a goddamn word about it I and I, was pissed. I didn't know
0: what to say. I didn't know what to say.
1: You could have just said L-O-L! <laughs> we
0: didn't even have Megan to, to I mean we did have Megan, but not yeah. not fully. Not
1: in the way we wanted. No. I mean, we can. It, you keep us on track. You really do. So
0: she, so <laughs> Megan just said, I love off the rails with just you two. And I feel like it's a 50-50 shot. She either keeps us on track, which she did help today with her questions. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or,
1: or she adds to the chaos. Because she's menacing as well.
0: <laughs> and no, nothing makes sense. I can't wait. I would really like us to just edit the, the, the lost episode and take out the like 20 minutes where we talk about Brendan Fraser and just post that.
1: Just the Brendan Fraser
0: part? I think so. (laughs) The whole episode just Brendan Fraser. I
1: love him. Because I
0: don't know if we talked about it. I don't know if we've publicly acknowledged that we had a self-care episode Oh yeah, recorded that well, we had we, to throw away. Because we don't know enough about self-care. <laughs> we are bad at self-care. Quote-unquote, self-care was us just talking about Brendan Fraser for 20 minutes. And I'm
1: pretty sure I just kept saying, sex. Sex is self-care. Yeah. you're like, that's not. And I'm like, but. <laughs> it
0: was a 40-minute episode that we have completely locked away yeah. in the vaults. Mm-hmm. But I think. Or just like a sprinkle one day. Maybe one day we'll feel off the rails and we'll post it. No one's going to be able to follow that episode. No. Does it make any sense? But I think that's just how ADHD works. You're right.
1: Oh. Which. <gasps>
0: <laughs> what was that? I don't know.
1: I hope it's the same thing.
0: It's not going to be the same thing, but you go
1: first. Um, I signed up for therapy last (gasps) night. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That's amazing. But I went through cerebral because it's like focused on ADHD and stuff. What I was going to say is yesterday
0: at work, we found a little bag of pills. (gasps) And we were trying to figure out what they were. And my coworker, we were, you know, my manager looked up the number on it and was reading like the scientific description and I was like oh I bet that's I I bet he said something about ADHD and I was like oh I bet it's Adderall. I don't know what Adderall looks like but I was like I bet that's Adderall. Circle. And then (laughs) and then this other new girl goes are they blue and yellow and we were like no, and she's like, are they little red circles? Like little red, like like pink red circles? Yeah, yeah, orange circles, yeah. And we were like, sure are. And she's like, yeah, that's Adderall. And we were uh-huh. like, oh my
1: god. And they have like a line down yep. the middle. Yep, yeah, yep,
0: yep. And then I shared that. I've only taken an Adderall one time and it was for my friend's 21st birthday and they were all taking, they're like, here, let's all take these Adderalls and then we'll stay up all night. It'll be great. And I took it and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't thought about that for a long time until then. And then I was like, "Uh oh, uh oh,
1: I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if they can give me some like naturopathic ways to like deal with that because i don't want to be put on anything no but that's what cerebral kind of is is like to help you with medication and therapy but i just opted for the therapy part okay because i don't want to be on medication,
0: right right but yeah it's just a little baggie with a couple Adderalls in it and i went and i threw it in the garbage
1: good yeah
0: Fuck it. do it yeah and then i came back and they were like did you just go put it in your purse i was like no i threw it in the fucking garbage I don't think it would do anything to me except probably help me focus on stuff. So it like, no, I threw it away. yeah Yeah. Um, so that's just like life working in a bar. You just find baggies of drugs sometimes. That's
1: super factual. Yeah. Super factual.
0: How many times have like bags of cocaine just been found?
1: Quite a few. Or someone will be like, hey, I don't know what to do with this. And I'm like, just give it to me. And at the time I was doing drugs. and I was like, I'm just going to throw it away. Oh my God. put it
0: in my nose.
1: No. <laughs> oh, that's toxic
0: boo boo. I know. You just took, bar found drugs Mm -hmm. oh man i'm so glad you're sober that's not safe we are off megan's not gonna be here to say see (gasps) see you you in therapy therapy, which i genuinely will (laughs) oh my god megan you just have to add that in later
1: yeah agreed
0: no we have nothing else to say
1: goodbye friends love you all goodbye see you all in therapy